The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Guess what? Welcome well, back, everybody. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, Jack uh, got mad boosties, has returned for day two of NBA Con and Las Vegas Summer League. We were very blessed. I think we can just call it the Con. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it yeah. needs the NBA, NBA at this point. There's only one. The Wait, but is that good? Oh, yeah. You want to call oh, yeah. something the con? The, well, con, the, the con. big con. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <great. laughs> That's a good point. What yeah, we mean is NBA con, and we're catching up with ESPN's Cassidy Hubbard to talk about Summer League and about her phenomenal podcast, Hoops Paradise, uh, if you don't know. Uh, iHeartRadio. On iHeartRadio, talking about the Philippines, love of the game, and also currently sideline reporting here from Summer League. Uh, we'll talk all about that. Uh, but first, let me introduce myself. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles, Miles and Jack got Matt Boosties. We do need to sing loud because yeah. there's a little music in the background. It's and all right. I think people would rather hear us sing. Yeah, than, yeah, uh, yeah. We can do some off-key versions of <laughs> DJ so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not DJ so bad. Is turning up but I will compete bit. with him. I'm an only child, so <laughs> oh. I will try and out-scream an amplified DJ. I only have DJ. one child. I'm gonna, after the show, I want to I <laughs> pick your brain to see if okay, you're okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a podcaster now. <laughs> <laughs> you are raising a podcaster. So that's Cassidy, what you need to know. Uh, Cassidy Hubbard, thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, we're here in Vegas. The The energy is palpable. Tangible. Yes. It was crazy last night. The, so we're recording this the day after Wembenyama's debut. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was exciting that like you could actually hear people's like energy. Like when he walked in like walked onto the court for the first time just when he would like put a shot up and warm ups. Yeah. People were like, oh, it was all roller <laughs> like, coasters. Yeah. Like the second he went up, oh, 
oh, <laughs> and then just silence too. It was really interesting, like how people were like, I don't know, I think maybe so overcome by the expectation of what they wanted to see that I felt like barely anybody was cheering. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the energy was definitely big last night yeah. for the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and leading into it, and the the energy even leading into the game. Uh, you know, Thomas and Mac was filled uh, even for that great uh, Rockets Blazers game. Yeah, that by was the way. amazing. Bummer that game that was both awesome. Scoot and Amen got hurt, um, but uh, that was a perfect setup as like Wemby was hanging in the you know hallway where he was like. Everyone had their phones out, yeah. and he could see over all of them. He was like <laughs> hanging on the ceiling. Yeah. Um, you, I don't know where you guys were seated, but like that's nosebleeds. That, so uh, yeah. maybe you saw it. Um, but we were actually just trying to get a vantage point that was similar to Webbing Yamba. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. But like just him watching that game, everyone watching him and the game. That energy was was insane. And then also like there's that. There's that area called the pit, which is behind, like, by the entrance and kind of behind where the media seating is. And mm -hmm. that is a really, really electric place because it's where a lot of the GMs and coaches and reporters kind of, like, network right. during uh -huh. Summer League. Because that's kind of what this um, whole vibe is out here, especially for people in and around the league, is, is networking, feeling optimistic about the new year. Usually, like, you're able to kind of bob and weave through. There's, like, pathways. I had the hardest time getting to my seats um, because people were shoulder to shoulder. And that has never happened. Not for the Zion debut, which I also did. Not even for, you know, I don't know if you guys remember how big Lonzo's yeah, debut yeah. here at Summer League was. That, for me, was, like, the first time where Summer League just felt like a, a big event. Um I will say, like, the the way the crowd was reacting to Wemby felt similar to the way the crowd was reacting to Zion. But Zion put on more of a show because yeah, yeah. he fed to the crowd with his pregame dunks. Yeah. Um, I think just people were, like, were more curious. We had seen what Zion, you know, did in college. In college, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we've been talking yeah. about Wembenyama for, like, a long time, mostly for NBA people for the last year. Yeah. People are just curious. Like, they've heard so much. They, you, sure, you watched some, you know, French League games where, like, they wanted to see what he was about himself. And I don't know if he knew what he was about last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to figure it out. It was yeah. a lot. I feel like there was just a lot of pressure. There was a lot. Like, you could see a little bit of frustration. But, like, that's, that's going to happen. Like, that's perfectly healthy and natural and... Like, that is what every NBA player has to be able to do is, like, Nat, all right, now things have started. Now you have to, like, be able to put up with a little bit of frustration when the game is just, like, not going exactly as you pictured it in your head, you know? And it's interesting because he mentioned, you know, in the pre-draft interviews, he said to, like, our Malik Andrews, um, I don't feel pressure. I've never even felt pressure um, even in school, anything I've done, I've never felt pressure. I'm just good at yeah. everything. It turns out. And like, that's why I identify <laughs> with him, you know? It's just like. Everything's so natural to you. Yeah. yeah. Everything's so easy. <laughs> and then, boom, comes yeah. to Las Vegas, you know, gets his first real scandal into, you know, obviously everyone wanting to talk to him, into his first debut. I think um, into, you know, playing with these guys really for the first time trying to figure out the principles of 
not just the NBA, but Spurs basketball. Yeah. That's something he told me. He's like, I'm still learning the principles yeah. that right. you mentioned last night. He goes, I didn't really know what I was doing yeah, out and, there. And that, but I mentioned that because, I mean, look at those stats. You only have five blocks. I don't know about you guys. I'm out <laughs> on this guy. You were disappointed by five. I'm, well, I'm out on this guy. Blocks, I'm expecting 15. <laughs> a couple of those blocks, by the way, were with his armpit. Like, he was so... Yeah, like, like he's just he so miss long. time things and, like, easily block them. Like, so, I would say my, my big takeaways as an NBA fan is, first of all, um, I, I think a lot of people had never seen him miss a shot because every, like the, the version everyone was getting was just the highlights. highlights. Yeah. 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 But he like watching him move on the court, like he knows where to be. It's just, he, he probably needs to like, you know, pick up the, the tempo a little bit more of like what, you know, how everybody's moving and stuff like that. But defensively it's, it is, he's going to be a game changer. Like you, you could just right. see it right away. Like there, nobody wanted to attempt a shot in the quadrant of the court that he was on, not even like challenge him, but like he was just affecting shots everywhere. Even his version of like the cornet contest, like felt <laughs> dangerous. Like when he was like, I don't know, I'll just go up. I'm like, he might block that. The cornet <laughs> contest is the move where you jump up it, when you're in the paint and someone's shooting three uh, that we saw Luke Cornet do with the Celtics this yeah. year. He did get dunked on, though. Yeah, he did get dunked on. But I will say he was also like doing the thing that Giannis did in that highlight in the finals. He was guarding the person who threw the alley-oop and then like very nearly blocked the dunk. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I, I, but I agree not. with that. Yeah. But the still image full poster. doesn't tell the full. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. tell yeah. the full story for sure. Uh, Cassidy, famously, you know what you're talking about when it comes to basketball. I don't. Yeah. So, oh, we're idiots. Yeah. We we should open every. Yes, yes, Usually yes, yes, we yes. do. We just got so excited about the Wembyama thing. We're kind of idiots. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So yeah. Now I saw those stats. Like you said, I said he only had five rebounds. This guy's a bust. Can you explain to me and the other fans who are very worried why we are completely wrong and off base? It's one summer league game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Like, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Come on, let's. But that look—that's the nature of summer league. That's yeah, also yeah. part of the fun. That's also the reason why there's an NBA con right now in Las Vegas because of the success and interest level in summer league. Because NBA fans love talking about the NBA and co like controversy and you know debating. And so yeah. you're you're fine okay, to okay. live in that world. <laughs> no, if, I'd rather if not. If it makes you happy. <laughs> no, I want to be but, in the sun. <laughs> you know, over here in reality, um, yeah. he's a very unique player. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like what you guys are saying from my vantage point. Defensively, is going to be a problem. Offensively, there is a problem right now that I think is fixable. They just got to learn how to play with him. Yeah, Spacing yeah. with a 7-5 guard? Like, yeah. How do you figure yeah. that out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that was definitely on display last night. Um, like, give him time. Give him yeah. some time under pop. He's already having dinners with Tim Duncan and... You know, yeah, David Robinson some good and Manu Ginobili and yeah. Tony Parker. Like he said himself, I, I mean, I have the best role models you could possibly ask for. Right. Um, and so, will there be a lot of pressure on him? Yes. Uh, so, you know, and and has he does is he deserving of it? People who are more in the know, more more experts in you know watching his development, say he absolutely is. So I am going yeah. to trust that and trust the process and we'll see how it plays out when he actually is focused on even to his credit games. you know uh, people are asking like you know how did you feel about your debut and he said the thing is like i'm honestly i felt like i didn't know what i was doing out there he, that kind of to me demonstrates his mentality that he's not so attached to it he's and he's 
transparent enough to be like, yeah, you know, the what you saw was me just, I met these guys just very recently. Yeah. 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 I'm just trying to figure He's it out. He's very authentic. Yeah. He's, you know, like even, I mean, I know we're past this Britney Spears situation, but I was there on Wednesday. Yeah. And um, I heard you pushed her into his <laughs> bed. Is that true? <laughs> See if we review the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but just like, you know, even in having, like, hearing him kind of address that, he just plainly, you know, said what he knew and what happened. Yeah. He could have had a prepared statement because there was no, some illegal yeah, matter. Yeah. But I just saw, like, an authenticity of, like, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Like, I felt something. Um, I was like, freaked out, going. started, got my people on doing some big PR spin campaign about, like, how <laughs> she was coming for him or something. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Th there's, like, a He humble... was just like, I don't know. It was a weird thing. They're yeah. very crowded. Yeah. Uh, he's like, and they told me to just keep walking right. because if we stop, it'll be a bottleneck. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah it makes, makes total sense. Yeah. It makes total sense. It's going to be interesting to see just how, like how he takes on the pressure yeah, that he yeah. says he's never felt in his life yeah. and how that um, materializes, you know, throughout the NBA season because it yeah. will be there constantly, um, especially given that, you know, he already has eyeballs on him in Las Vegas Summer League and that's yeah. an indicator that like people like ESPN are going to want to put him on national TV yeah. if you're already grabbing uh, attention during the summer. So, um, I, yes. It's going to be all right. Okay, it's going to be all you, right. It's, it's going to be all right. I, I, I almost, gonna be I almost right. burned my jersey. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your fault, Miles. I'm very knee-jerk. I'm, I'm a highly reactionary person. Okay, well, what, we've seen more games out of Brandon Miller. Yeah, he looks great. He, he, he looked night. great And he last loves night. unlimited yeah. fouls. And, and he, but he didn't, he didn't commit <laughs> yeah. a foul last yeah. night. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. he did. I think he did look good last night. I yeah, think he completely. wanted to prove a point. Yeah, um, yeah. Scoot Henderson looked really good. Scoot looked really good. Yeah. I really hope that... His shoulder injury is not too serious and they won't shut him down because I just had a feeling like he, you know, he felt like he should have been the number one pick. Obviously, Weminyama was always going to be the number one pick. But the, yeah. the question of, you know, who should have went to, should Charlotte have taken Scoot regardless of, you know, the fact that him and LaMelo play the same position. I think that's going to be a conversation that happens throughout the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but Scoot was electric. Like, yeah. he had that arena... Um, just as hyped, I thought, that as, as Webmanyama. We, we had the misfortune of showing up right after he got pulled. And <laughs> oh, yeah. After yeah, yeah. he got his 13 points. But yeah, after watching everything, like, yeah, the replays and stuff, it was, I, I definitely, I wish we had left a little bit sooner to get there. But yeah, it yeah. was what it was. Yeah, he looks awesome. And so did Jabari Smith Jr. And like, I love that he's playing in Summer League. Yeah. And his answer was like, um, did you see our record last year? Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. I play? So we won 16 games yeah. and I'm like, 20 years old. Why wouldn't yeah. I play? Yeah. Um, we got there just in time for the Jabari Smith yeah. Jr. show. The show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then the, you know, game winner at the end, like that was like, that's, that's peak summer league. Yeah. Um, it's like, it feels like March madness. And then they, they turn around and, like, and do the next for game. Yes. And like, oh, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, it is a little, and then tonight, uh, I have like, uh, the Pacers and, and the wizards, Ben Mathurin's. Yeah. expected to play wow. and that guy could have won six man of the year okay um so i'm loving these second year guys you know wanting to come out here just get some running why not you know what like you're, you're still young right just because you got you know meaningful minutes doesn't mean that like playing summer league you know races that right 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 yeah just one more thing on wemby on the offensive end because another smart uh, NBA person, uh, my good friend Robert Ori, once said to us about uh, he, yeah. he 
he, he was on the show, and now we're best friends. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he let you have one of his rings? He he offered it to me, but I thought I thought it was. He a didn't tell awkward. you to get out of the way yesterday. He did when yeah. you tried to introduce yourself again. <laughs> when so. I tried to hug him. Yeah. <laughs> did you really? And did you get muffed? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's security. Off, like, it's me yeah. and Jack. Okay, <laughs> all right, man. Um, but he he was talking about with with regards to actually Luca. He was saying that Luca is. Congrats, to Luca! He just got engaged. Yes, uh, is like too slow sometimes for defenders to like know what he's doing like he's so methodical and like his movement on the court like it feels like wait how is this working because he's like actually a step slower but that is like throwing the defense off and he knows exactly what to do with that step and I feel like with Wembenyama on offense and I can't like put it to words exactly what it was but there was something with like pace and like him maybe trying to like rush it a little too much and like there's going to be something he figures out with regards to like how to use his not not necessarily slowness but you know his like being methodical and you know he has great footwork for a, a big guy and I, I think there's going to be something there and I think like when he puts it together it's going to be interesting and it's not going to look like another any other NBA player no. it, it will I know what you mean it's sort of like trying to hit an off-speed pitch where it's like not necessarily coming at you the fastest but you're as you try to predict where it's going, it's very difficult. And I think with, like you said, because it's amazing how far the ball just travels, like within his wingspan, that most people would begin to be, you know, shifting their weight. And At one point, he crossed over and like the whole defense had to shift <laughs> because he right. cross, when he crosses right. over, the ball goes from one side of the court to the other. I mean, I think watching him is going to be a similar experience for fans is watching Nikola Jokic, like truly trying to understand mm -hmm. like how he impacts the game and whatever his magic is going to be at his size. Yeah. So that's a pretty good bar. To yeah. Hit. Passing was really good last night. Yeah. Like he, he dropped he, some dimes. He oh, picked yeah. up, you know, uh, Brandon Miller a couple of times on D as well. Yeah. I, look, it, it wasn't going to ever be like, you know, the watching big Space Jam, flashy. the final game. Yeah, or something. right, you know I mean? right. Yeah. So you We're wanted, like, his you wanted it R to did. dunk. You, want, me, you wanted him to dunk from half yeah, court, exactly, didn't you? Exactly, exactly. That's, that's what all these fans like you. Yeah. Like, why didn't he dunk I, from half my court? My only concept of basketball comes from Space Jam. And I'm like, where are the monsters? <laughs> it's the only basketball he's ever watched until yeah. last night. Yeah, so. And I was kind of freaked out. I was like, those guys, I don't see any monsters out there. <laughs> The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut... 
Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Since we are at uh, NBA FanCon, I kind of want to ask you about your fandom because we're always curious about this with people who cover basketball. Are you, do you have a team? Are you a fan or because of your professionalism and being around the game so much, you've transcended fandom and you're purely across the board enjoyer of the game? So I grew up in Chicago okay, during yeah. the Jordan years. So, so Blazers fan. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did love Clyde Drexler. Okay, I really yeah, did. Um, but... Yeah, it just that that was basically a big part of like how I'm in this business and you know, my love for for sports and specifically the NBA. Right. Am I a Bulls fan now? Yes, I pay attention to them, but not as like not as much as I did right. growing up because I have to pay attention to the entire league and on top of that Bulls the Bulls are not on national TV <laughs> as much <laughs> as they used to be. Sure, sure. Um so Yes. Yeah. Where's my fandom? My fandom is for the NBA. Yeah. And I think that's kind of at the heart of, you know, my uh, passion for my job is that I try to lean in to that passion of loving the NBA right. and being interested in the personalities of not just the players, but the leagues and, and the teams and, you know, the drama and the transactions and all the different milestones in, a, in, in an NBA season and the energy around each days in the calendar that kind of like get you excited for whatever is coming up next. So, yes, in a long, long-winded answer, my biggest team is the NBA. <laughs> right, right, right. But I think even right. So like with this season too, and Wemby, we're starting. We're always reminded of like international appeal of the game. And for you, you said 
I've heard that you had the Bulls fandom reinforced in the States and also when you go to the Philippines too. Like, were the, is there, was there a, a huge contingent of Bulls fans in the Philippines or what? what, what yeah, it, I mean, I haven't been to the Philippines since I was in college, but like, you know, the Philippines just have massive love for the NBA. They love the Warriors and Lakers. Those are the two biggest. Oh, really? Yeah, right. Yes. Those is are that because so many Filipinos end up com coming to the West Coast? So yes. it is sort of like, yes. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Like, I know Actually, California. Actually, last night there were a lot of Filipinos there yeah, for the Warriors-Lakers yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was pretty awesome. And uh, mabuhay to all of our international <laughs> listeners go. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got you, anything, Jack? Can you talk about? Yeah, say, you're hungry. You said you know how to say that in Tagalog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Butom nako, no. Butom nako. Okay, no, yeah, I yeah. tried to help you, but get well, sorry, the mic is cut <laughs> out. Uh, can you talk about Hoops Paradise because that's a show where you and Nico, uh, you know, talked about how the special connection between the Philippines and the NBA, and uh, you you had a great like at episode five. You had a great conversation with Raymond Townsend, hey, the first Filipino American the NBA player. Um, also caught up with Spo, uh, and yeah, can you just talk about like what what the journey was like on that show? I mean, it was awesome. It was like hanging out with not just Nico, who is you know my brother from another mother, but you know Peter and Grace. Um, working on that, <laughs> who are producers. Yeah, yeah. they were showing <laughs> off their shoes. Like, Nico got us these Jordans from the Philippines. We're right. like, okay, yeah. Sorry, not yeah, sorry. Yeah. We've been up here for two days recording. This is the first time Peter has clapped Have for the you show. Have you him? Because well, you, that is so that's exactly the, that's what I did, secret, and that's is, the only way. Yeah. We need, uh, Obviously, we got to shout out Stephen Weitrop, the God. Too, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, we got them all out that's here. That's right. No, but it was it was an it was actually a beautiful journey for me personally. It it helped me reconnect with my heritage and also you know it, uh, being able to kind of learn just more about the passion. I experience it when I'm at games, and you yeah. know I have a lot of Filipino fans reach out to me and be like, you know, we we love the NBA. It's great to see a Filipino you know cover the NBA and on the sidelines, um, and that that like that means everything to me and working on this podcast, it was kind of like Nico was educating me along with <laughs> the viewers, just how deep the passion is in the Philippines. Um, and being able to speak with Spo, this was before obviously the playoff run, you know, he kind of has a similar experience. Um, we were both actually born in the same town. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Wow. Um, and we both are mixed with, you know, kind of the same descent. His uh, mom is Filipino, just like mine. And um, his dad is of uh, European descent. So we're like, are we brother and sister? <laughs> I don't for know. Sure on some level, um, right, yeah. But he, he was just, he's awesome. And he's obviously going to the Philippines this summer. Um, and he said that listening to Hoops Paradise, he told me this uh, during the playoff runs, he's going to do that on his way to the Philippines. So oh, nice. I, gotta, I thought you were going to say. I held him to it. I, I saw him yesterday, but I'm going to hold him to it yeah. when he gets back. You're like, screenshot yeah. that you subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, leave, seriously. Leave a review. Leave a review. Right. Yeah, yeah, please. The review yeah. is the big thing. People are like, I think Eric Spolster reviewed Just this. Just a few Filipino <laughs> flags, and then we good. Yeah, yeah, Maybe exactly. a fire. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he listened to the show, and it inspired their playoff run. Oh, no. Which, yeah. <laughs> Just can you edit this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's take that one Insert more time. Insert that. Yeah, and then okay, so you said Eric Spolster credits the podcast yes. for their deep playoffs. Credits Hoops yeah. Paradise for the power making of these it podcasts. to the NBA Finals. It's the power of these podcasts, I gotta tell you. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's time now. It's time? Yes. Cassidy, uh, what is, what is you're the on time the show. For? You're on Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties, and we have a segment called the Rapid Fire Round of Questioning. 
Now we're going to ask you some questions. Okay. Just give Am us your take. Just fire it right back. Just give us okay. a quick, succinct answer. If we start talking on and on, we need you to just help guide the segment because yeah. you're a professional and we, we are Am I? As, yeah. okay. as you mentioned, idiots. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we, we don't quite know what we're doing. <laughs> and we like to keep the title that this is the fastest question and answer segment in all okay. sports podcasting. All right, so right. please, we're counting on you. Why uh, am I sweating? Okay, let's it's go. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Jack, you want to go? All right. You went first last time. Yeah. Why don't you take okay. it? I'm going to go first. Uh, here we go. We're talking teams that we want to cover in the offseason. Now, the Spurs are obviously a shoe. And what's a team you're expecting big things from? We talked about, you know, obviously OKC, Orlando, Phoenix, Portland. Who else do you want to throw in the mix and why? Um, Lakers. Okay. Yeah. You know, they made some interesting moves. I mean, they were in the Western Conference Finals. Like, they brought back pretty much, you know, uh, all the main characters and um, then added Gabe Vincent. So... Uh, they're always going to be interesting because what what does LeBron have left in the tank? Yeah. Um, I think the Bucks they made great moves as well. They were you know they were the favorites. Giannis is posting all over social media <laughs> like I'm focused. I'm going to come back. Um, so I would say I'm interested in the Bucks in the East and. I guess the Lakers in the West. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. No yeah shame I feel in like that. the Lakers don't get enough attention on the on they this really podcast don't. in no. particular. Oh, from no. Miles, this podcast. The Lakers, no, man. No, no, the Lakers no, no. And just generally, media-wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really are not talked about. <laughs> All right. They should talk more about that guy, LeBron James. That's right. <laughs> you know? In, they oh. as in uh, us, as I wear an ESPN <laughs> yeah. polo shirt. All right. We are in the middle of NBA con. There are like little like games all over the place. There's a 20 foot hoop over there that I dunked on earlier. Um, there's a free Did throw you dunk contest. On a 20 yeah. foot? Dunked on the 20 foot okay. hoop. No big deal. A 20 inch uh, hoop. There's like a half court shot contest over there. Can you pitch me an NBA con feature? It doesn't have to cohere to the laws of physics or reality. Uh, our super producer, Brian, was saying he wants to like be able to like feel what it's like to dunk like somehow maybe with like crouching tiger hidden dragon wires um i i'd like something that allows me to walk around in the world and feel like i'm the size of victor Wembanyama. Mm -hmm. like if they just like created a mini miniature room specifically i want one it's a court shrunken down to my scale so yeah. my six foot one frame yeah. feels like it's six eight yeah. and the ball's just a little bit smaller yeah. the hoops just a little yeah. bit lower yeah that's that's my like that that's my that's my wish list mm -hmm. i mean Look, I was thinking about like a bouncy house type of basketball situation, mm -hmm. but I feel like that's done. Yeah. I keep seeing um, videos of Drake's concert and his hologram that he uh -huh. has, like that he sits next to um, on a couch. Yeah. I, it would be cool to do like holograms of like legends Ooh. and that type of visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or it could be weird too, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it could be fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I got. I have to do another couple of, like laps and yeah. see if I you for know, inspiration. If yeah, for yeah, inspiration. Yeah. I, I would love holograms too. Just a made-up panel of just yes. everybody. Yeah. Like, wow. And you could just like pretend like you're hanging Dr. out with Naismith? a bunch of your friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like create like a table of like you're out to dinner. Like look yeah. at the dinner party I was at in Vegas. <laughs> right. Like put put like a carbone background. Right, right, like, right. Hey, I was at carbone. <laughs> I was hanging out with LeBron. And, you know. Okay. Cool everyone. Here's the my next question. Ever. Uh, somebody who, you know, travels the league and, and knows the, the teams pretty well. What's the best NBA city to catch a game in? And what's your favorite thing to eat in that city? Okay. 
Um, it's hard for me because I base everything on where my seat is and how easy it is for me to do my job in terms of <laughs> where, ooh, NBA yeah, cities. Because yeah, yeah. the first thing is like, obviously I would say MSG, mm -hmm. um, but I also hate doing games in MSG mm -hmm. because my seat is so uncomfortable there. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, we have, like, a little... I, I, this is going to... I'm not going to go into me complaining no, that, about I my seat. I want to know. What, what is it like? It, well, it's... I'm like... There's no desk. Yeah, yeah, and there, yeah. You know, so I'm balancing, like, my laptop and my... Oh, okay. You so know, you're wow. to, like, it's as if you're in a normal seat. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It's a lot. And then I'm in the crowd. Right. And so people are always, like, reaching down on my computer yeah. and, like... <laughs> so, but... Did you pass me that beer right there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, behind right, right. you, you pass <laughs> this over your head really quick. <laughs> but that's also with, you know... Um, the the jazz arena used to be i would have to walk up into the stands and like go excuse me excuse me excuse me <laughs> oh, like, wow, wow, wow. every time i was like go down to a uh do a play a coach's interview so those two places i don't love doing games um but the cities but the city the cities like yeah. salt lake city did an amazing job yeah with, we were on the uh, all-star um and new york is new york i mean i'm from new york yeah so all right so best what, meal best meal in New York? Sure. That's really hard. You know, yeah. okay, you're not you don't have to tell people like unequivocally this is the best thing, but for you, what is your go-to? I mean, there's so many there's so Someone many comes I live to New there. York. I've never been to New York. What's good to eat, Cassidy? Take me somewhere. Well, I don't think you can go wrong with like there's so many good Italian spots in, in New York. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. New York? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so, never, never heard I'm this. just gonna leave it at that. I can't yeah. find a good Chinese place and I can't find good Mexican for some reason, but I think that's a me problem, not an NYC problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, and finally, the question everybody's yeah. here to hear you answer, Jack, which is me, or Miles, which is me. I'm just picking between yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have more history with Jack, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, this is well, not that, that, that wasn't crazy. the answer. Hold on. Uh, I just thought, that okay. sounded like I thought you were maybe weighing the options. Oh. Okay, sorry. Oh, that's your. And I don't know how to answer this. Now she's already seen how graceless I am in victory. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about like this is my you know partner for two on two? Like, are we talking uh, whatever, like however, what is the? It's just it's just question. Jack. Yeah, all right for two on two then. But you also get points because you just you, you busted out the mabuhay. Yeah, you know. Wait, I mean, are you I'm, Filipino? No, I'm Blackenese. But okay. I grew up uh, but do you around get a, lot that a lot of food. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's why I have to know <laughs> that. Yeah. Why you gotta and learn that's why it. I know. No, Put not cold you, so I can get fed. You, you know? really yeah. could, you know. <laughs> and that's what Filipinos do. We just go up the route of like Filipino. Filipino. Yeah, yeah. Filipino. Hey, I'm like, Filipino. You Filipino? Yeah. 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 No, nah, but I love pancit. So, you know, let's go. All right, so. So now it's it's one to one. Yeah. I don't know what's going to be the tiebreaker. Um, Dang. Dunked on that 20-foot hoop earlier if we're doing the... Uh, I, I don't know anything about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, who's your favorite team? The Lakers. Who's your favorite team? Sixers. I think I got to go with him. Yeah, I've covered a lot this year. Okay. Yeah. okay, and so I've been on kind of like a Sixers beat. Gotcha. So that's how I, that was the. I think that's a good answer. I, I can live with that. Um, can Cassidy you? Hubbard, thank yeah. you so much for joining us on Miles and Jack up, Matt Boosty. Yeah. This was what fun, a guest. Uh, where, where can people find you, follow you, see you, hear you, all that good stuff? I'll be on the sidelines next yeah. two nights or Saturday and Sunday, depending on when you listen to this. Um, and then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> then you catch me on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll see you in the fall. Yeah. Um, cool. On the sidelines. And also, don't uh, 
forget to download, subscribe, comment, Eric yes. Spolstra. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Please, Spo. Hoops yeah. Paradise, your weight, my man. wherever you find your podcast. Thank you so much for having there me, guys. Is. Thanks for doing it. Uh, well, this wraps it up for this edition of Mad Boosties live from NBA Con in Vegas. Uh, check us out on hashtag Mad Boosties, B-O-O-S-T-I-E-S. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, 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 people, welcome back to NBA Con. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. We are here for a very, very special discussion. We have probably the most iconic guest we have ever had yeah. on this show. Yeah. Uh, the so most, yeah, it, the most do- doesn't seem like we should be sitting next to this person. No. It instantly classes up the podcast by having this man even sit next to us and entertain our questions yes. uh, that sometimes border on not the most intelligent, but we are here to have some very intelligent discussion with Hall of Famer Spencer Hale. What is going on, Spencer? Thank you so much for joining this us. This is just 
incredible. And what you guys are doing with your podcast and with NBA Con is just, I am so floored by everything and how it was put together in a short period of time. And also, last night, for an example, I mean, it was insane. Yeah. Over at Thomas and Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we wanted to talk a little bit to you about that. Like, Summer League is going on. This Summer is obviously league. some big moments for people entering the league. Uh, you yourself, I mean, we're going to get into that. Have a very storied entry into the league and things like that. But, you know, what, what do you think, you know, what is this like for these guys that are showing up here and, and they're sort of on the precipice of entering the league? Like, what, what, what sort well, of that experience um, like? You know, it, it's a great opportunity, really. I mean, you got... Uh, Players like Garcia last night, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. And yeah. I'm watching him from Golden State. I'm, whoa, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> if Golden State yeah. don't sign him, I would go after him. <laughs> yeah. Because right. he's, he's, he's game ready. Yeah. And he's been playing in Brazil for, I guess, four years or five years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he's just. It was so special. That, that was one of the guys I, I was watching. And I watched uh, Wimby and um, the other kid from Alabama. Yeah, Brandon. Miller. Miller Brandon. Yeah. So I was just watching players, and then I was watching guys who were not in the spotlight, but yet they are going to be in the spotlight because they are going to make some teams. So I yeah. sat up there last night in my home watching games. Yeah. Oh, night I'm like well they had the Lakers on yeah, last yeah, so yeah, I exactly. had to finish that one off but it's just so exciting for the city for the city of Las Vegas and for the fans to be here on the weekend uh -huh. to be a part of this this is just an awesome time yeah there was one moment during the Blazers game we're all watching Scoot and you know Jabari Smith Jr and then this guy gets out there, he's a little, he's a little smaller. He starts like banging threes, like fading away out of bounds, like hitting threes. And I was like, that guy looks familiar. It was uh, Antoine Davis who like came three points shy of breaking Pete Maravich's record. Yeah. <laughs> but guess where he went to school? Yeah. Detroit me. Mercy. Hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. <laughs> there it is. And everybody is talking about, well, you know, he's too small. He don't have the body. He is. He can fill it up. He yeah. can fill it up. Yeah. yeah. And the guy like that, is he's making this work yeah. right now. Yeah. 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 And then if you know, if you miss out on the... NBA, you can go to the G League, you yeah. can go to Europe, you yeah. can go to China. Well, I mean, if you go to China, you, you might be stuck with a contract yeah, and they sure. won't let you come back. Right. Yeah, yeah. right away. But, but I mean, yeah. so you have a, you had a pretty unique rookie season in that you won Rookie of the Year and MVP of the ABA. Um, and MVP of the All-Star Game. And NBA. Well. Sprinkle some and respect I, on yeah. that. So, and just so, you know, so these people won't be thinking, well, he averaged 10 and 10. No. no I averaged 30, 30 and 20. Points. Yeah, and 19. Yeah, yeah. yeah we saw that. <laughs> I mean. So, you know. Yeah. And I was 19 years old. Right. So all of these young guys who are like, oh, my gosh. He's going to mature when he gets to be 25. I was like, yeah. man, I had played. And they went to the Supreme Court. I've done everything right. before. All right. And I think that's a huge thing to talk about, right? Because a lot of people don't realize how you are a seminal figure in the league that we have today. Uh, that without, just, just for people who don't know, kind of describe the situation. Because the, we would not have people like Kevin Garnett, 
Kobe Bryant, other people being able to Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, yeah, yeah. For not, not well, doing the see, four years after take, high school. Walk yeah. me through that process. Yeah. When I was in the ABA, after that first year, I jumped to the NBA. The NBA said that I was ineligible to play because I hadn't finished four years of college, and you had to have four years out of basketball, I mean four years after your high school class right. I graduated before you could go into the NBA. And so I sued them for the rights to play. Mm -hmm. And we had like, my case started off like, well, okay, I have a 10 day, a 10 game injunction against me. Yeah. So I had to sit home with Rick Wells, you know, who was the Golden State Warriors. Oh, okay. Uh, he was the general manager up there. Uh -huh. He was our ball boy. Oh, really? <laughs> in so Seattle. You're just chilling with him? I know. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. In Seattle, he was our ball boy. Wow. And Lenny Wilkins yeah. was the player coach. Yeah. He played and coached. Yeah. Tom Mashery. Tom Mashery yeah. was the associate coach. Wow. And our assistant coach was Rod Thorne, who was a player coach. Right. Uh, eventually, so all front of these office. guys yeah. were. We had no one on that team had on a suit. Everybody had on a yeah. <laughs> right. Everyone was wearing a uniform. Which, uniform. by the way, I think coaches should still have to wear the uniform. Don't you yeah. think that would be funny? Like in baseball. Yeah. yeah, like if the managers yeah. weren't the... Yeah, yeah. just like yes. big baggy shorts. Well, some of the outfits they're wearing today, I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of warm-ups now anyways, right? Yeah. yeah. Put on a suit or something. Yeah. But, so... They would get a 10-game injunction against me, and then I would get a 10-game um, stay, stay to play. Uh -huh. And when I would walk out on the floor, they would say, ladies and gentlemen, we have an illegal player on the floor, <laughs> number 24. This game is being played under protest. All right. Wait, so, the opposing team, like when you were playing an away game? That's yeah, the away game. Okay, one particular night I was playing in Chicago against the Chicago Bulls. Chet Walker said he hurt his ankle while I was warming up, and they sued me for six hundred thousand dollars. What? That was the That's battle. Crazy. Wow. That was the battle. <laughs> so you up? So up I go all through this, all yeah. of this stuff, and I, I go through the lower courts all the way to the to the district, and we got to the Supreme Court, where. Uh, Thurgood Marshall, Justice, uh, I think it's Warren or Douglas or somebody who else was the, the head justice at that time, on March 1st, 1971, said, we cannot stop this young man from playing basketball mm -hmm. in the NBA because we are allowing our players, our, our, our young men, to go to war in Vietnam yeah. and places like that at age 18, right. wow. and yet we're asking him to stay in college. Yeah. And at the same time, my family was dirt poor in Silver City, Mississippi, right. making $2 a day. Yeah. So I was like trying to you know, get my folks out of that. And that you don't have a small family either, right? No, it was 10 of us. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So that makes and it real important. Yeah, so, it's not just about so, yeah. so then they hand down that decision, and that's what changed the NBA game as we know it. Because from that point on, the NBA, we only had 16 teams, I think. Mm -hmm. And right away, because of this ruling, the NBA were able to say, oh, we can go get 
Bob McAdoo. We can go get all of these players from right. college early. They would come into the NBA, and we can expand. Yeah. Right, 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 and that's how the expansion came about, through this one little old dude yeah. from Silver, from Silver City, City, Mississippi. Mississippi. And it ain't no silver, it ain't no city. <laughs> do you think the Chief Justice, like there, there's probably some legal reasoning, but do you think he was just a fan of your game and wanted to see you get out there and put the ball in the hoop, and that's why. No, they were going. He's like, I gotta see this guy ball. Did you see him in the ABA? You know, I gotta see it. I gotta see it. No, that was a good one. Yeah, I don't know, Thurgood. We'll see it. We'll see what he can do. All right, I'll vote on his side. They're doing the movie of my life, so I gotta incorporate that. Yeah, I gotta incorporate that in. Thurgood Marshall said. I'm hey, telling you, I yeah. gotta go see this guy <laughs> see play. So we passed him. His turnaround is like this big man can shot by a couple of days. And then he can rebound. Yeah. Man, yeah. I want to no see joke. him play. They're like, yeah, yeah. Right. So this case is done. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now let's go watch him. Yeah. yeah. But from this case, you know, it is estimated that in players' revenue and players' salary, it has been somewhere around. Billion dollars. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot I of mean, money made by people. Thinks of, you think and they have no idea who I am. <laughs> well, the domino effect, right? Because, like, that's why I say, like, you've not only, like, when you think this about this. This is just, from 1971 right. until now. Right. And yeah. you think about all the people that have been able to enter the league early. And, you know, famously, we talk about LeBron James, right? Yeah. What would that, what's that scoring title look like if yeah. he doesn't He enter? would be 800, he would be 8,300. And 41 points short of Kareem. Oh, okay, wow. so you did that math. <laughs> I did the math. You did that yeah. just I now again. Yeah. I've been hanging out so with hard. Kareem, so, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> and what does he tell you? Is he any hard feelings? No. <laughs> he, he's, Kareem is Omelo. Yeah, yeah, of course. Remember, when I was going through this case, the Players Association Union, they didn't support me. Wow. So when I won the case, it was still a little difficulty. So when we got to Milwaukee to play the Bucks, and normally they would take their team downstairs and say, well, let them sweat it out up there. Let people hit it with real bottles. And Kareem didn't go downstairs. Uh -huh. He stayed up. Wow. So yeah. we've been buddies from yeah, 1971. Cool. Wow. I'm sure he teases you, though, probably. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> what, why did you mess up my shit? Yeah. <laughs> Letting all these young guys come in early. Man. Yeah. And I think it, I think that's what's so important, too. Like, when we have the opportunity to sit down with you, for us, it's like you don't have the league as it is today without your trials and tribulations and the work that the foundation that you laid the groundwork for. And it's nice to see people like, you know, I always see people like Kevin Garnett. Very, Garnett, man. He's very consistent with giving you your flowers and, flowers. and pointing to the like the work that you've done. How, you know, like, and he, and he talks about sort of like this generational wisdom in the game. How, like, do you see that evolving or do you, like, what's the importance of, you know, people like you or people who have experienced the league and know the ins and outs of things of being able to transmit that knowledge down to these guys who are entering the league, especially in a time like this where well, so many guys Well, that is one of the things that all of us old heads talk about. Right. right. We need to be around the young guys to, to just impart this information and they understand it so that they can appreciate the game. Like, okay, for an example, yeah. I was talking with one of the handlers for JA. Uh -huh. Yeah. And we were talking, and he said, you know, maybe if JA knew 
that you went to the Supreme Court, that you had to struggle through all of this to get where he is today and to, 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 right, right, right. to use that experience as uh, he wouldn't take the NBA for granted. Sure. But what are sure. some other, like, what are some things, like, pieces of wisdom that you, you would pass down to, like, you know, a rookie coming in and say, hey, Spencer, you know, drop some science on me. Well, what's something I need to know? Well, I would drop this, the knowledge on them saying, stating that, you know, back in the day, before I got my contract, Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell were arguing over who's going to be the highest paid player in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And the salary was 125, 125,000 per year, not per day. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> was getting $12 per day, right, but right. anyway. Uh, and Red Arback said, well, you know, I'm gonna make you the highest paid player, Bill Russell. He reached in his pocket and gave him $1 more. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'll do it. That's right. history. So Bill Russell said, hey, I'm the highest paid player. I'm the best player. I'm in. I'm in. Let's right, go. Right. And so those kind of stories and just knowing the history of the game and knowing the beauty of this game, how far it has grown. I mean, you got guys who are making 260, 260 million, uh, all of this stuff here. And like, so when I was hanging with LeBron, I was telling him, I said, hey, you know, <laughs> you owe me. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I got said, a percentage. No, uh, <laughs> I, don't work so out that, I don't want them to get nervous about yeah, that percentage. No, no. But I was explaining to them. <laughs> I mean, I did the math. I already did the math yeah. on the numbers. So I was, I was explaining that, you know, you know, you're making like 50 million a year. You would be $200 million short. Right. Yeah. Yes. You got four extra years. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just, wow. So things to think about. LeBron is a listener. So, uh, so yeah. good for you to think He's about good, LeBron. He, he, yeah. did, he did a special on for me on uh, Showtime. Yeah. Called the, uh, the, what is it called? I can't think of the name of it right now. That's the problem with getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got that. So, okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's called the the case. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on show, uh, yeah. on Showtime. But he did a nice, wonderful special on me about the rule is what it's called. The right, rule. right, right. And uh, so a lot of players are beginning to learn about what I've done and who I am. Yeah. And... Uh, it's, it's a wonderful time for basketball. Yeah. Just looking around and hear what, what, what you guys are doing. And look at what you're doing with, with your podcast. It's just you. Oh, we wouldn't have this show also without you. Yeah. Well, I'm, I know I'm, that, but I wasn't yeah. going to say <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I started recording straight out of high school, you know. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> they used to say you couldn't. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. They used yeah. to say you know, a couple All more right. years in junior high. On the court. <laughs> <laughs> on the court, you went against some of the best you are one of the best what what are you what are your thoughts on this current the current state of the big man in the nba because i mean we got Embiid. i'm a sixers fan we got Embiid. we got Jokic. you know uh we've got some unconventional big men like Giannis. but you know eight six to eight years ago everyone was like small balls the future big men are over well, yeah. well, what are your thoughts on Big Man where will never headed? be over because yeah. you, you have to play the game. You have to play it inside and out, not yeah. outside and right. in, yeah. unless you're Golden State. But right, right, right. That's yeah. just yeah. another completely story. different story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. But 
Uh, I look at a guy like Boogie Cousins, uh, Dwight Howard. I can't understand why they're not in the league. I mean, that's just yeah. me. Uh-huh. But then I look at a guy like Jokic. I mean, what a player. Yeah, man. I mean, fundamentals can take you where talent can't take you. Right. The fundamentals of the game can take you where talent can't take right. you. Because right. I look at him, I look at... Do you know the last three MVPs are, are non-Americans? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And at the end, so the, way the game is the game so too. big. Yeah. Also so, big men. And I also yeah. big men. <laughs> yeah. So the theory that you know we're gonna be a three-point shooting uh, contest. Right. Is yeah. not valid. Did yeah. you think? Did you think that you would see the position evolve in this way, where we're now we're seeing seven-footers who are now point guards and, and anything like that, or or is this kind of... Well, we're just or... going through a phase, but I, I, I still believe that you have to play with in and then you go out. Yeah. Because if you throw the ball into the center and you cut off of him, you run to your three-point line or whatever, you can get a good shot. Yeah. you got to throw it out if they double. Mm-hmm. If they don't, yeah. you do the yeah, other side. Yeah. Right, you know? right. Yeah. So... The game is just evolving, right. and it's constantly evolving and evolving, and it's, it's just so... One thing I'm, I always think about with like the evolution of the game is just how the physicality and how yeah. different things are and everything. I can already see a smile on your face. <laughs> what, yeah. I've, Boy, I would have loved to play right now. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, what, I would fall over. Yeah. What, what were things that were like that you were like that was normal when I was playing? That to now you're like that's a flaker. Or you know, like, well, what, you Dave Debusier, Gus Johnson, Wes Unsell, Elvin Hayes. I'm just going with the forwards. Yeah. Sidney Wicks is another guy that you don't hear about. Um, Maurice Lucas. We bang. It's like a bloody war. Yeah. You know. And to see guys, you know, like no touch, and you take that three-step, zero step. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's all good for basketball because yeah, you can yeah. bring in everybody else into yeah. it, and so you can make the adapt. You can adapt to the game, but nevertheless, boy. What's hey, look at that! There's a Sonic jersey. Hey. Hey. Gary what the heck is going on here? And there's a Laker. Yeah. There we go. Hey, what's yeah. going People on know. here? They know. They know. They know they know you're coming around. <laughs> what, what was like the most physical game you ever played in, in terms of like, or were there ever times like you got really rocked and you're like, okay, I can't show anything. That one, you got me well, good. yeah, like I got show. rocked a few times with uh, Baltimore Bullets way back in the day uh-huh. when I first came into the league. I know you all are wondering out there, is there such a thing as Baltimore? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. They it were this. <laughs> there was the Baltimore Bullets back in the day, yeah. which is the Washington Wizards today. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, a team called the Seattle Supersonics back in the day. That right. is now, now OKC, okay, right, right, but yeah. back to Seattle. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's. <laughs> well, like, so what happened in that game when you were playing against Baltimore? Well, Gus Johnson and, and Wes Unsell suppressed me. Uh-huh. I fell to the floor. And I said, Lenny, can you give me a hand, man? Yeah. He said, 
get up on you. You're wow. in the NBA, sir. Wow. And I was like, okay. welcome to the league. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> because I had came over from the ABA, yeah. and it was like these these guys, these guys They're were trying like, to test you. I'm sure. Test yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. Then I went from from Baltimore. We played the New York Knicks, and that was Dave DeBusschere, um, Jerry Lucas, Willis Reed. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is real ball yeah. here. Yeah. So it was just a rugged kind of game. But I'm kind of partial to the non-touch somewhat because we lost a lot of players because of the physicality of yeah. the game. And so we didn't get a chance to get guys playing 20 years, 15 years, 15 yeah. seasons, unless you're Kareem. Right? Yeah. And you got Sky Hook. Can you talk you know, about when I was with the Lakers, he was telling me, you know, with your, with your hand, I can teach you how to shoot the Sky Hook. And I kept looking at him like, do you know if I get that close, I'm going to jump over and, and dunk, dunk it? it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Or so I like, could just dunk it. <laughs> five years of my career right, right, because right, I right. didn't listen to Kareem. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah, he seemed like he had it figured because out. Because Magic, the three of us were working on that, on the sky hook, and Kareem was teaching me and Magic, the sky hook, and Magic stayed with it, and I didn't. I went someplace and got out. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is, yeah. yeah it is what Different it is. priorities. 1980s, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was just, I fell into a bad place. Right? Yeah, right, right, right. Well, I'm glad you got out. I'm glad you got out. Oh, yeah. 39 years of sobriety. So Congratulations. Congrats. Most I drink is yeah. water. It's water. Yeah. But it is Aquafina, so I won't, I won't thank you for that. <laughs> but, you know, hey. <laughs> what was the medical, like, you know, when you when you felt that when you got hurt, like what what were you were they like sticking your swollen foot in a uh, ice bath with some beers in there or like what? How, how, what was one the of the like? things. Okay, another thing that was was cool that I I was I thought was kind of crazy, but I was wow. The guys who said halftime was in their smoking cigarettes. <laughs> And hey, you know it's it's cold in Boston right sure. now. Give me some of that brown whiskey. Right. Uh, wow. And, uh, yeah. Feel good Loosen now. Up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was it was different. Yeah. And then when you got hurt, it was like you get hurt in the first half, and you you like you walk in, you cry out, crawl into the locker room, and guess what? I got a big old horse needle here for you. Wow. Yeah. We're going to shoot you up and you get your butt back out there yeah. and play. And then we would get out of the game and finish playing. We'd get on the bus, go back to the hotel. No restaurants is open. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> because it's 10 or yeah, 11 yeah. o'clock. Right. So we had to go search for food. Ooh. And, you know, it was just light. Yeah. And, and young players need to know these stories because they're flying on Their planes. Their own planes. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. we were flying. Hey, I was the MVP and I'm flying, flying on a plane in the coach. With your frame? Yes. <laughs> what was that even like? Would you even physically get in the seat? Yeah, you were like yeah. doing like a cannonball position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knees to your chest. Yeah. That was, that was, that's what basketball used to be like and right. where we are today. So the appreciation level should be so much higher. Yeah, and I think it is as more people learn and learn. And I think yeah. that's why, you know, 
we, we got to thank you again just for coming on our podcast because, yeah, this is, it's not often that we get to speak with people, you know, who have had such a lasting impact on the league. Yeah. And in a way, too, that's so subtle that I think, yeah, more and more people are learning just how important you are. So yeah. as a fan, I want to thank you. As a Laker fan, I'm going to thank you many yeah. times. Uh, but, yes, it, thank you so much. Yeah, well, you know, them guys are always telling me uh, magic. Cooper and all of them. If you had a stage sober, we would have had five in a row. I bet. <laughs> guys, yeah. don't guys, lean guys, on me guys. so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Jay, but they said it from their lips to your ears, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Spencer. Hey, yeah, thank for you. joining thank us you. on Miles and Jack Got Matt Boosies. And thank you guys for listening to this very special episode live from NBA Con in Las Vegas. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.